Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chef's Meal, where we talk about whatever and never and everything else in between. Sean, are you ready, though? Can we? I am. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Oh, heard, heard, heard. All right, let's do this. Gucci. Let's play the little soundbite. And ladies and gentlemen, my name is Casey. My name is Sean. And we're two chefs. <laughs> Living our lives. Are One you, finished plate at a time. Are you feedbacking now? Is that what it is? A sort little of? bit. Oh, okay. That's what I figured. I was like, he's not talking. That's okay. Um, are you good right now, though? Not feedbacking? I think I'm good. I'm good. All right. So there's definitely something going on. But, you know, it's, it's not a big deal. Sean, how are you doing today, Sean? I'm all right. I'm a little tired. Yeah. Did you yeah. go out? Did you go out today and shoot some hoops? No, I didn't. Um, not today. Actually, yesterday I took uh, the wife and the baby. We went to the Bronx Zoo. Oh wow! And, to the zoo. Um, yeah, you know, we went and saw the animals and um, had a good time. Were the animals uh, wearing masks? <laughs> <laughs> All the people were wearing masks. I was good. very happy about that. Good, good, good. Shout out to the Bronx you Zoo. Know. Yeah, shout out to the Bronx Zoo. Um, shout out to the little petting uh, zoo, uh, Fortune and uh, Monorail. It was a good time. Yeah, it man. was a good time. But um, had a had a rough sleep and been up ever since. So. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Not yeah. too crazy. Long one. Yeah, I I know the feeling. <laughs> I've been. At oh, it. I'm sure you do. I've been at it for quite a bit. However, I did get two days off this week, Sean. The the Sunday, hey. the Sunday that we got rained out. Awesome. Thank mm-hmm. you, Lord. And then I was off Monday, and then Tuesday I had to go in there a little early. But n- nonetheless, we are all good. Um, quick update to you: unemployment still hasn't gotten back to me. <laughs> it will, it will forever be like this. Okay, I, I think it's mm-hmm. just going to be sometime um, in twenty twenty two. Maybe uh, <laughs> a we'll gold chest will just arrive at your door. We'll get that rebate back finally. But yeah, they, they definitely owe me the stuff. Supplied. Yeah, I have the. I took pictures on my account when I got mm-hmm. paid after, like when I got back to work. So I, it's, yeah. it's literally from March 13th to June, I'm sorry, July, July 6th. So like that's the, the time frame that I didn't get paid. And after that, I, you know, I got back to work, started getting some pay, but it's, um, it's a doozer out there, Sean. But let, let's get into oh. the brunt of it. Uh-huh. For sure, um, Sean. Do you do you want to do Attack Tuesday? Whatever it is that you have. If not, man, yeah, I don't. To, to be honest, I really don't have anything. I mean, looking at the stories of the week, there wasn't anything that I thought was really interesting enough to really bring to the table and talk about long mm-hmm. form. I, I mean, um, honestly, it just seemed like most of the news in the United States was like centered around the. Democratic Correct. National Convention, you know, and 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 the information coming out of there. Mm-hmm. But I, I think like next week will probably be a better week for technology, mm-hmm. especially as we're kind of sliding into the last quarter of the year. Correct. Um, this is like the last hurrah. Everybody kind of, mm-hmm. you know, um, Black Friday and all that. This is like their big boom to kind of boost sales for the last time, and then. Peter Roth uh, in January. Sean, I'd figure. So if Sean can see my screen right now, ladies and gentlemen. We are live on YouTube. This is, you know, 
I'm seeing Sean in real time. Uh, you can check all that stuff out on YouTube, Chef Salty Pork, on mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube, Metrocard X on Twitter, and any email or any questions, you can email us on a tag right there. However, Sean, I, I'd figure I had this idea I came up with uh, Tuesday. I was like, you know what? I think we should go do a rundown of what is in our kitchen, like to just to function as a kitchen um, in a small space. What's what's needed, and like the bare bones minimal on um on a storefront, not a not a um, not a food truck because that's a different that's a different set. Sure, a storefront store, a minimal I don't know, let's say thirty seater restaurant on the inside. What it takes to be able to produce some food, um, but enough so you can go bananas per se. So I had this idea. I started making a list. So you see right here all these tabs that are open right now, Sean. Yeah, you got like 50 billion restaurant depot tabs. <laughs> I have 32 tabs Shout out open. to all the RAM in your computer. Yeah, yeah. And look, my computer is barely getting to 30%. Shout out to the comp, right? All right, so let's get into it, Sean. I, before we go do and start, what do you think are the most important things in a kitchen? Before, before, I, get to, before I get to this. I mean, I guess Besides, it, it would depend on the type of operation you're running. But mm. for the basics, you need good refrigeration. Got it. You need some sort of reliable heating element. Mm-hmm. Um, you need some good water supply, <laughs> clean and hot. <laughs> and it. if you have those things, that's like the basics for any food service operation and then obviously mm-hmm. you're going to scale it to whatever you're trying to produce gotcha so sean i have a i have a little i have a little task for you so as we kind of okay. go about the prices uh, the prices the prices the prices of these items can you mm-hmm. add them up on your phone or just give me like a total as we're kind of going about. okay sure Let so me, uh, besides the storefront that's let's say that's a given you've already purchased the plot we're not going to add that into the the bill besides janitorial meaning your your dishwasher your chemicals and all that we're not going to count that in that's already implanted in besides the the ice machine which is like a third of the restaurant actually if you think about it uh, we're not going to count that in and also china and walk-in so those four we're not we're gonna omit let's pretend that's already paid for that's inside of your building everything else we don't so we're gonna go from ground up from the bill from there but by those four items that i'm just talking about that's like two hundred thousand dollars for a storefront okay we're not gonna do that let's pretend that's all paid for nothing crazy plus running maintenance We're not doing these things will inevitably yeah, yeah. fail or break down or need service. Mm-hmm. So we'll Just do a PNO too a little later. Let's kind of, I, I kind of want to tell people how or make them understand what what all these equipments are and how we need to make money in a restaurant because we have all these. These are, I think these are bare bore standard. Some of them we don't even mm-hmm. need on some of the restaurants, but these are pretty crucial to like a like a thirty seater, fifty seater. And then you can even expand on this. You can we can produce for uh, 200, 300 seater restaurant with the same equipment. Uh, you just need more bodies in your restaurant. So, Sean, let's start with. This is my favorite tool in the kitchen. 
uh, the good old utility cart. I love this thing. Okay. One typically suffices in our restaurant. You don't need more than mm-hmm. that. Two, a little overkill, but one, you can you can stack your if somebody's opening uh, for the day, they can put all their prep there, um, all the all the pans, all everything, and then walk it to their mm-hmm. station. Kind of tried and true. Right now for Restaurant Devo, I'm doing I'm doing a shout out to Restaurant Devo. Uh, Restaurant Devo have it for a hundred dollars. How do you feel about this, Sean? I know. I think we had three feel, of these. I, mean, I think I in our feel restaurant. like that's a fair price, and it's um, an underappreciated tool in a kitchen. Yeah, it's you a, know, because if you if you're using these things effectively, you're going to cut down the amount of trips that you need to make in and out of your walk-in, mm-hmm. which is obviously best for prep. Is best for maintaining the temperatures in those spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, it's best for organization. And um, yeah, 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 yeah. Prep carts. It's one of those things where, like, if you you know you, you kind of take it for granted that you have carts in the building, mm. but the minute that you don't have it is when you realize like how much you need these things. I remember when we had to do shellfish, we would load these suckers up and just bring it to the back and wash them. These come in so mm-hmm. handy because you can load up at least six trays onto these. That saves six trips, essentially in one. All in one go. So a definite um, deal in our restaurant. So that's $100. Ka-ching. Right there. Ka-ching, yep. Let's move on. The good old knife sharpener. I know mm-hmm. you can have a subscription if you want, but you're paying per knife. And then the guy comes in every week to kind of sharpen it for you. Or you can do what we do. You buy the knives by itself, which is like $10 or whatever, and sharpen it yourself. And that will run you a good 407. 400, this is like the cheapest one that they have uh, in their lineup. And it, it's a tried and true brand also. $407. Cha-ching. How do you feel about a knife sharpener, Sean? We had this. We had, um, we had two. Super, super crucial. Super crucial. I mean, yeah, like you said, you could um, investigate having a service that comes in mm-hmm. to do your knife sharpening weekly. Um, or you could you, you could go old school with like the small sharpeners or using a steel. Yeah. But you know, g- generally, when when you need a sharp knife, time is of the essence. So um, yeah, I think it's best to have one of these handy, you mm-hmm. know, and then put up and you know store someplace so you know safe because obviously four hundred and eight bucks is pretty well, expensive. This is actually pretty cheap compared to some of the other ones that run up like six, seven hundred. Um, but tried and true, this these things are bricks. They, these will last quite a long time. So now we're down five hundred dollars if I'm mm-hmm. remembering that correct. Yeah. And then as it, as Sean was saying, the sharpening steel. Sean, mm-hmm. I think uh, there's a common misconception. What is the difference between a sharpening steel, which is this one, and that sharpener that we just saw? Do you know what the difference is? I don't like I do, well I would assume right like the the knife sharpener is going to get both sides of your knife cut and planed evenly mm-hmm. and um, well the way that the, the steel works is like you're dragging the knife across like the the body of the steel correct so I mean it's gonna put a, a, a an edge mm-hmm. but it's not gonna be as true as if you're using the sharpener. So they're both correct. Those those are both two answers, but you're missing one little part in the middle. So for okay. for our listeners, what happens to your knife? If you can imagine, I'm, I'm putting a little thing on, uh, on on the screen, right? Pretend this is the edge of your knife. 
in due time the, the two edges will eventually go like this so this sharpening steel the honer helps it to mitigate at least one side a little better than the other the sharpening steel once it becomes too bad and starts to get like dings like a like a crevice in the inside the honer yeah, is not going to be chips. able to do it so you need that sharpening steel uh the, the sharpener actual to redistribute the the metal and just kind of shave off a layer and then you still need the sharpening honer to put the true edge back to where it was so those that's pretty much what the answer is nothing too crazy five dollars right now on sale at restaurant depot <laughs> restaurant depot hey, is my man. friend right now five dollars well spent so we're I down have one in my knife kit we are down 505 dollars so far um and then my favorite piece of equipment uh we typically have three of these but for the purpose of this restaurant it's a, a small restaurant we only have one speed rack aka pan rack sean tried and true how do you feel about this super 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 crucial oh my I god mean, um obviously if you're looking at the video you can see it has multiple racks on mm -hmm. this one speed rack so you can think like each one of them is going to hold like a standard uh tray of food mm -hmm. and it just looks like was that 16 yep there's slots 16. there yep so uh, in theory you have like 16 different things that you can have on that rack at the maximum yep um you can distribute it so that like you know you're for, for proper rotation with like the cooked food so you're rotating them in to cool in the mm -hmm. right fashion you, you know you can stack things so that they're you know following the the right like health and safety guidelines it's yep. like super duper crucial and you know it's e it's super easy and to move a lot of food around mm. the kitchen with this tool yep. and it has wheels it's like so great and right Typically, you would have we would have two of these in a restaurant. One for your hot foods that you're trying to cool, and one that's already pre uh, prepared and ready to go. So let's say there's two of these in that mm -hmm. restaurant, and we're down 174. That's 340. Let's say we are now at eight four uh, 875, right? 879. Yeah, ish. Give or take. Give or take. Okay. Um, and then these two, I couldn't really find essentially, but Sean, we had dozens. <laughs> of these we need a sharpie sharpies are the lifelines in the kitchen we need to to date the when we prepped it uh, a three-day yep. shelf life pretty much on all items or three to five it just depends what it is um, your name and what it is that's pretty standard on any kitchen that you will walk through right and right now you can get it uh, on Amazon for a pack of 10 for $16 <laughs> Super, super crucial. Super crucial. And then in the same manner, uh, right next to it, the, the date jars. So mm -hmm. if you, you can actually buy this. Like I said, the item, what it is, the date that you prepped it, the time, not, nece not, not necessarily. Use by, you're going to go by a three-day shelf life. So let's say you prepped it uh, June 1st. Three days would be June 3rd. It's, it's technically day one is when you prep right day one yeah it's your current day so you're not at it's not June 4th it'll be it's literally you're counting two days technically but it's, it's a three day process and then initials who made it this is pretty standard in every kitchen too if you don't have this uh, the standard blue tape that we all carry around on all mm -hmm. kitchens also will suffice but at least something to kind of mark you um, to what it is that way we know because most of the times when you're walking, you're like, what the hell is this? It doesn't have a label. 
get rid of it. <laughs> That's what a health inspector would come in and be like, of course. Because, uh, nope. I mean, you can't, even if you knew, you can't prove with certainty when yep. that stuff was produced. Correct. So dating is, this is like close to our hearts. This is what we do on a, on a really busy busy day uh mixing bowls sean oh by the way it was 16 bucks it's a marker and some day dots we don't i don't think we should take that down um i'm, I'm i put it in okay. because i figured like that is the the minimum that you need to start to have like a, a, a dating system because obviously you, you know there are other like you know mechanical or software based solutions that you could set up that would be significantly more expensive but you know if you got a small place you know, and, and trustworthy people <laughs> that's the system that you could go with alright so we are now down $900 just in case um, mm-hmm, but yep. for now for mixing bowls um, this is like the the everything set which is pretty nice the only the only thing that's not cool it's, it only goes up to 8 quarts that's like the medium size like this big Yeah. our prep bowls are about yay big so that's the 24 quart one um, that's for prepping. Like if you're mixing like a lot of things on one, that's what is missing. On Amazon, they can only go up to this big. And um, Restaurant Depot right now doesn't have them in stock. So at, at least something to kind of get you. This is this will run you this entire set. One, two, three, four, five, six. This entire set is thirty dollars. This is a pretty good start for any yeah. kind of uh, small restaurant. Maybe get two mm-hmm. of these. That will cover your yeah, bases. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was gonna say. You might want to get two, so I'm I'm adding two into the. To gotcha. The so nine sixty so far on our equipment. I'm doing this all in my head, Sean. Uh, mm-hmm. Digital scale. Why do we need this big ass one, Sean? Oh, for for a lot of, <laughs> for a lot of a lot of reasons. Um, Obviously, you want to be able to, you know, weigh your products that are coming in, you know, to make sure that you're getting the quantities that you're paying for. Um, You might want to use a scale like this also to do inventory. Mm. Um, And I mean, I think this is like it looks kind of big. But if you were having smaller versions of scale, you'd be using it for for prep. Yeah, this is a portioning. A twenty by fifteen, so it's like the standard one. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like yeah, big. Um, it's most it's most typically used. Uh, Sean and I will use this uh, right as we received items. So let's say we get twenty pounds of chicken, we will literally throw it onto this. Make sure it says twenty twenty two point five or something, uh, right. including you know, the box. Account for you know water weight maybe in mm, the box. In the box. So as long as that hits a certain uh, number, then we're okay that's that's on and received but a lot of purpose and you you definitely need something uh that scales up uh, a, a heavy amount uh, up to at least 100 120 pounds this will easily do it they have bigger ones where it looks like you're like a big scale um that can go up to thousands um, we actually have it in a restaurant unnecessary on some points but Maybe mm-hmm. for their use, they need it. But this will give you a standard. This will ring you $545. So now mm-hmm. we are roughly 1400 on our bills. And then the tried and true, Sean. Um, ladles, 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 ladles. Ladles. We need, them. We need these. Um, we need them. By the crucial, bucket. Crucial, crucial, This is just the one ounce piece, though. So a dollar for the one ounce piece. 
etc. They're they're they average about a buck, a buck fifty per label. Let's say we get twenty of them, twenty of each, one ounce, two ounce, four ounce. Um, that will ring us a good eight. Like let's go a hundred dollars on ladles. Um, this will give you correct portions when you're when doing your sauces. Um, mm-hmm. uh, for for practically anything, we need a ladle. For everything, yeah. You know, if you're like I said, if you're distributing your sauces as a finished product, if you're you know you know mixing things, then you know you need to have the right amounts. And, you know, make sure your people aren't eyeballing things. Mm-hmm. You know, for consistency's sake, like a good strong stainless steel ladle is crucial. 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 Um, Try to ensure. So now we are just about fifteen hundred. Um, mm-hmm. Now we need some whisks. It doesn't matter what it is. You just need like about like three of these. Um, the three foot one is it's like around yay big, and you use it for if you're if you're like standing above something and you're hard whipping it. Um, that that is needed. But most of the times, what we use in the kitchen is just the two foot ones. Um, that's you can manage that a little easier with any of your bowls. And we typically have like six of these. But for the purpose of this restaurant, uh, maybe just five of them at, at $80. So that's $40, give or take. We are now um, just around uh, $1,600 plus the other one. Um, let's keep on going. And then spatula, Sean. What is the difference between this spatula and the spatula that everybody calls the other one to flip things? Technically, it is a spatula. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, technically, it's, they're, 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 they're very similar, but this one uh, works differently in so much that, you know, it can withstand, like, high heats. Right here. Um, and it's really good because um, unlike the special that I would assume most people are thinking about in their homes, these flex, so they're really good for, like, using in, like, a bowl mm. so you can, like, scrape better. Yep. Whenever we say spatula, it's typically this. It's not the little flipper. That's technically a flipper, what everybody thinks of. It's a flipper spatula. But it's flipper first. When you say, give me a spatula, this is what we will get you. Um, Sean, let's put 10 of them into our cart right here. Uh, You can never have too many of these. You really really do need one of them. So now we're down 70. So let's say 15, 80. We're up to now. Um, And then... My favorite part of this thing is the the scales. This is like another a different version of the scale, but this is for like it only goes up to five pounds. This will help us portion things um, in our in our station. So let's say we need calamari at eight ounces. So you would take a little container, you zero it out by using the little dial with the with the container on, and then you fill it with the item and then you bag it so this is we typically have like three of these in our restaurant or four just depends uh but these are cheaper ones than the, the digital ones scale sean do you remember how many of these we had in our restaurant i feel like here's <laughs> so here's the thing <laughs> i feel like we only ever had two of them yeah. but we probably had about six <laughs> We started like when there, the, the thing about like when you're doing prep is like uh, everyone needs all of the same equipment at roughly the same amount of time, right? Because yeah. everyone is trying to prep in specific times of the day. You know, normally um, in the morning before your like lunch shift, and then maybe right after that shift, mm. right before dinner again. 
So there's this period of time where no one needs them, and then everyone needs them. <laughs> We, we generally try to get at least three of these. I have a digital scale that I keep in, uh, in the office for me, just in case the other two are being used everywhere else. And then we have the big scale also. But let's say, Sean, that this little restaurant will have three of these. So let's add 150 into our tab there, roughly. We're now at 1,700-ish. This is just equipment, folks. It's not even crazy. And then every station should have a thermometer. Not just any mm -hmm. thermometer, the quick read thermometer, which this one is the digital probe. Sean, how do you feel about this? We carry this crucial, crucial, crucial on our jackets um, everywhere. Definitely, you want to have something like this on every station, and uh, ideally, you maybe also want uh, your cooks to be carrying them as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, if you're not, you know, able to 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 supply them, at, you know. To that to that measure you definitely want them on every station uh, and readily available so that people can make sure that you know hot things are hot cool hot things are, cool. are hot cool and they're cooling cool. you know in the right amount of time as well we teach our cooks enough to be like hey before our walkthroughs which is like around 11 o'clock before we start opening the doors take this temperature literally on all the buckets meaning our drawers everything that we keep cold Make sure it's under 40 degrees. And then they will go ahead and temp it. It's pretty easy. You just turn it on. It automatically just turns on and you stick it into a food item uh, in, its, in its place. You leave it there for a few seconds and then it should mm -hmm. give you the temperature. If it's above 40, obviously we need to correct it either by putting some ice into the container, um, surrounding it with ice, um, or uh, just kill that drawer altogether, put it somewhere else that's a little colder because we need to be safe. That's the most important part. And then, Sean, do you know how to calibrate this just in case it, like, bugs out? Oh, yeah. Uh, the easiest way to calibrate it is with uh, some 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 ice water. Because, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, if you, like, ice water being the constant, you know, you should be right at freezing. Mm -hmm. So, if you know, if, you're, if you've got ice water and the thermometer is saying, you know, 32 degrees then you're generally in the right ballpark and yep. if it's not then yeah you either need to recalibrate the um, thermometer if you can mm -hmm. or replace it with one that's working correct that's it tried and true let's say only the managers will have it right because these are run out pretty pretty hefty so let's say three of these in our restaurant sean uh for this small mm -hmm. little thing so that that will get us about 60 dollars. let's keep on going we're now 1780 i think i believe and then cutting boards. I there's there's this little not I don't wanna say myth, but cutting boards, the reason why there's colors, and I'll, I'll explain why. Um, because certain foods need to be prepped on it. So let's say Sean, what goes on red? Uh red meats. Right, green. Vegetables. Yep. And any other colors, it doesn't matter. Yellow typically for for chicken. And then the rest mm -hmm. will be for whatever. However, and here's where the myth lies. Per per county, per state, there's different ordinances for these. For where we work, Bergen County, they do not require this. So you do not need to have color-coded cutting boards for where you prep food. As long as one, it's sanitized. Two, you keep it clean. Three, it's not all chipped and you're constantly replacing it. 
However, right. if you're, let's say, in New York City or in like Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, I believe different boroughs have different sanitation procedures and sometimes they will require you to only use the red one for meat, yellow for chicken, green for produce, etc. So just depending on where you are, depending on the, the county you're in, different ordinances for different places, that's all. Now for this six cutting board system, um, it's for $232. That's actually a pretty good deal for a pack of six. So let's add that to our to our tab, Sean. We should be around two thousand dollars now. Um, yep. Six 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 hunting boards will pretty much do you. Yeah, on we, all can, your we, can, we can start with that. I mean, I would assume if you're in a place in which, like, obviously, you know, you need to be adhering to that color system, then you might want to maybe double it up mm-hmm. so that you can, you know, potentially have you know prep happening in different parts of your restaurant at the same time. But mm-hmm. for for the sake of this, we'll go with one. Yep, just the one. You can also buy this by the each. You don't you don't necessarily have to buy uh, per the packet. But let's keep on going. Um, and then my my other favorite timers, Sean. We cannot live without timers. Um, and we can't buy them because we're out of time. <laughs> typically, um, no matter where you are, there's always a timer at every station. Because mm-hmm. as, as good as we are, we're human. We will make mistakes. But it's a lot easier if you just click it for, I need three minutes, click, 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 forget it, do whatever you got to do because you need that entire focus somewhere else. When you hear that timer, boom, you're done. Yeah. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. I want to say if there's like a small restaurant like that, we would have at least, let's, let's, let's put five of these, Sean, in that little okay. in that restaurant. One for Expo because, you know, they're trying to time it. Um, two for the other two stations and two more for everywhere else that we need. So a total of five. That brings us to 35 bucks. Let's keep on going. And then what I meant by the knives as replaceable as they are, these are the ones that you need to get. Okay, the little cheapo heifers that I call them, these are standard chef's knives that everybody on the kitchens will have. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be this brand, but it just has to be this. Okay, it has a girthy um, back hand to it. Uh, the mm-hmm. back of the blade is thicker, so you can actually like break bone, but it's long enough and sturdy enough that you can slice. You can do anything with a chef's knife, pretty much, and they only go for twenty bucks. Okay, so for those six cutting boards, let's say there's ten of these knives in in that prep space. So now we're down two hundred bucks. But high carbon steel is what you want to go for. Um, they clean up easy. They store well, um, and you won't even have to worry about um, when you have to re re edge, meaning using the sharpener to to get some of the the metal out. They're twenty dollars, not a big deal. That's another two hundred. So let's say we're up to twenty three hundred now. Sauce pots or just quart. It doesn't matter. This can be anything. This can be a saute pan for you. This can be a prep pan. It doesn't matter. You you need like ten of these in your restaurant to be able to function. Sean, how many did we did we have of these at our restaurant? Do you remember? Sauce quart pots. I want to say maybe five. Yeah, we had five of them. Correct. We did have five of them. Yeah, just just about because again, this is one of those things where it's like you, you don't you don't have them all out the line and they're mm-hmm. rotating through like your dish. You know area so yeah. yeah five five sounds about right 
depending on how your restaurant kind of functions five will get you through however the restaurant i'm working on right now we have 15 wow different versions i have this we have the tall ones we have the really wide rondos uh but this 20 quart um sauce pot will do you let's say five of those so a buck 25 let's add it into our bill uh let's keep on going and then the tried and true pasta cooker this is something um all restaurants usually typically have you have a, a, a saute station that usually takes care of pasta this specific one though you'll be able to hold four of these little insets and we call it the pasta cooker this is kind of necessary so let's add 64 dollars to that to that bill technically you don't need to buy this specific pot but you do need the insets and they cost 15 dollars a piece so it's kind of it's kind of pointless just buy this thing it kind of pays yeah. for itself 64 bucks let's keep on going and then the the tried and true um saute pans sean we can never have enough saute pans um we there there's nightmares at some point uh when we're just yelling for saute pans i think i i would say 100 saute pans is pretty good but that's overkill for this kind of restaurant yeah i mean i'm sure you could figure it might be like how many places on your range do you have you know mm-hmm. how many burners on your range do you have multiplied by three or four maybe yeah like you know maybe yeah maybe maybe four to be safe and then adjust up mm-hmm. if you really see that you're you're running out you know during your your rush got you so let's say it's a it's a six burner stove let's just say that let's multiply that by three um so we need just about uh 18 of these 18 of- but let, let's round it off let's get 20 20 times 24 right so we'll go with 400 ish let's keep on going you only need one of these in your restaurant maybe two but definitely one uh, a cast iron skillet an 8 inch or a 10 inch cast iron will do you wonders on everything that you do it will sear everything well um it seasons nice you don't have to wash it really um when i say wash like a light like a light scrubbing but typically salt and oil will get rid of this um it will never break it will it will be there for you when you need to sear something on a jiffy have one of these um in your restaurant or in your home okay seven dollars and then when let's get into the big numbers now sean so what what is our tally right now we are at Um, give or take uh, $3,700 we are at $3,700 so that's pretty much the brunt of the let's just say like a little bit of the the stuff let's get into the ranges now this is like the equipment that we need to to kind of produce things this is on a discount so this is what typically you would try and I would actually have a six burner stove top Mm -hmm. an oven right underneath it a plancha and an oven right underneath it this will take care of pretty much everything that we have. This one over here is where you keep all your saute pans. This will cost us a measly $2,700. Currently out of stock. You can also finance for as low as $74. <laughs> Shout out to, to Restaurant Depot. But $2,700 for that gas range um, will do us pretty good. Um, it doesn't matter what the brand is. It just needs to function. So however you mm-hmm. get this to however price you have 
you're good. But it needs to be this combination, the stove top into a griddle or a plancha, okay? So that's $2,700. Depending on the, the amount of fried food that you do or the, the, or the concept of your restaurant, you would maybe have two of these, but one, yeah. one is pretty much, you're pretty good um, on the setup, but a fry range double, okay? So 45 pound, um, it's typically a thousand bucks. They don't have the um, the price here, but this is a thousand dollars. The only sucky thing about this for people that are uh, listening, um, there's no filter underneath. So once the oil goes, you have to get rid of that oil. You can't like refilter, put more product. Um, mm. Once the oil goes bad in like three days, you literally need to drain it, clean it with soap and water, rewash it, and then refill it with oil. So that's like the drawback with these mini systems there's no there's no filter there but this will this will set us back a thousand dollars let's just say this restaurant just needs one of these nothing too crazy let's keep on going uh, a double combi oven will take care of everything Wh- whatever you're prepping whatever it is a double convection will typically you you would you can bang out some serious product single it will be a little iffy for a restaurant you want at least double so you can produce and reheat and prep uh, on everything that you do okay right and also have you know you also might want to have at least two so you can have these things at different temperatures correct let's say one is for literally on the line 500 while the other one's roasting for prepping at 350 or whatever 275 or 400 Mm -hmm. that's what you want to do technically it's 5700 bucks this is on sale but let's put this down 5700 dollars corner of bill uh, this is pretty standard you'll find this in every kitchen no matter where you go a double sometimes three three ovens if they're they're a little pricey like we had before but two would take care of your business also depends on how you rotate frozen food you would only need one of these so this is a chest freezer at 12 cubic feet um, this is a double double store in our restaurant uh, the one that Sean and I worked in, we only kept crab legs, French fries, and chicken fingers in this thing, and like the ice mm-hmm. cream. That was it. On different restaurants, like my my restaurant, there's literally the, their entire prep stuff is on there because just the way they're set up and how it needs to get into the third day, um, it's like a walk-in freezer. But typically, two of these will handle anything that you have one of this would probably be in pantry station to take care of the the ice creams or any desserts desserts yeah it needs to be frozen it will be over there the other one would be at the back prep area if they need to keep anything frozen or aka by the fry station for the french fries that's it so let's put in uh, 1200 bucks let's get two of these for our restaurant 12 cubic feet is like it's like three and a half foot down deep by mm-hmm. three feet. It's, it's, yeah. it's pretty massive. Uh, that, that will take care of pretty much a lot of items uh, that needs to be frozen. Two drawer refrigerated chef base. This is more pertaining to, um, let's say, you have an oven station. So we already have the, the saute and the grill combined together. But okay. with the oven there, but you would have another station. Uh, where the fry is and this would be like another shelf they can put equipment on top so maybe this restaurant will need another 
I don't know, like a steam table on top of it, or you mm-hmm. have another, um, you have another saute, like stainless steel base or something, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. You can prep on top of this. You can do everything on top of this. And these two drawers are for you to store food. You typically need one of this in your restaurant. Um, this would generally be at the grill station. So like that, that saute unit will be on top of this. Their food, like their proteins, would be underneath here, so they can just take it, season it, plop it on the grill. That's pretty much standard. One of this will do use, but it will set you back a measly sixteen eighty six. Sean, I know we're racking it up here. I, I've lost track, but I think we're close to like at least twelve G's right now. But let's keep. We're on at fifteen thousand. We're, we're almost 50, at sixteen thousand dollars. Heard. Um, no restaurant is complete without a without a pantry. This is the standard pantry corridor that everybody preps in. Okay, it has two uh, double doors that you can kind of keep your your uh, your vegetables in. And this top also, you can put like six pans and stuff and it will take care of everything else. They call it a top sandwich prep table. It's not technically that. Uh, or rather, it's technically that, but we use this for pantry. For um, when I say pantry, like, like salads. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying like this is the thing like salads desserts any of that fruit fruit stuff would come off of these these are so handy um, 1700 bucks for this uh, let's keep on going and then if you think about it we've have we have the setup of the line we have all our equipment and then mm-hmm. now we need some heating elements for a window so the thing to sell the food at you wouldn't think so, but these things cost two hundred dollars a piece, Sean. Um, and this is only a forty-eight, uh, a forty-eight inch strip. Depending on how big your line is, you might actually need two or three of these. I think we had right. We had three of these in our restaurant. Yeah, we had three of them. Yes, three. Yeah, because the last, the last one part of the window didn't have one. Yeah. So we had three of these in our restaurant, uh, Sean. For this purpose, I think we'll just say there's two. There's two okay. windows. Um, so we're down 400 bucks. We're almost there, people. Only like about 10 more. Let's get into the brump of the, the prep, how to prep the items now, because we haven't really gotten to it. We have knives, we have, we, have, um, we have cutting boards, but you need finer equipment, tools, to get things set and prepared correctly. And this thing, this is like, every kitchen has it. This is a Robocoo. It can slice, it can dice, it can shred, it can mince, it can just do everything. You can, you can make cheese at the end of. <laughs> you need something uh, on the jiffy. This will take care of it. You need sauces blended nicely. This will take care of it. Mm-hmm. There's a hole on top over here that you can kind of funnel in some oil or some liquid. Uh, this yep. attachment here will handling the si- the slicing. So you can actually funnel meats, protein, uh, vegetables, whatever. This is the where you would shoot it through. This is the slicing one. This is the grating one, and this is the main uh, the main cutter for this equipment. But it comes. This is like a this is like the price of one of the equipments, but it's like this tall. Uh, for eleven hundred dollars, eleven sixty two, you can get a Robuku. We had two of these at our restaurant. And it's, you, it's, ugh, I love this thing. Crucial, 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 crucial. I love this thing. I wish I took it. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't. Uh, not only do we need a Robuku, uh, we also need actually uh, a mixer. 
or rather a KitchenAid or a Waring uh, for this one. This will handle all of the items that we need whipped or if we're doing bread or whatever. Uh, if, if you have to do a ganache or some kind of feeling that you have to beat the eggs really quickly, you can not You can do it by hand, but who, who the hell would do that by hand? You, you would need one of these or two of these actually. Um, but this will set you back $6.79. Typically, one of these in the restaurant will do you so we're good Sean add $6.79 to our bill mm -hmm. and we're almost there people we're almost there two of these Vitamixes will take care of everything if you need sauces if you need drinks actually I didn't even think if this restaurant had a bar we'll, we'll omit that We let's pretend it doesn't one Vitamix for the entire kitchen generally is okay but you want at least two of these because I can guarantee you pantry will use will use this the most because all the sa all the sauces, all the salads will need to get blended for it. Um, all the dressings they will pretty much use this. However, sometimes the chefs like Sean and I would have like special sauces or special things that needs to be blended in a fine dust. Yo, Vitamix is your guy for a good three seventy eight. They're on sale right now, Sean. Uh, you can have the power of the kitchen in your hands. Don't buy that Ninja Blender bullshit. <laughs> don't do it. Just just don't do it. Um, you can, but I can guarantee you it will let you down. This won't let you down. You will sound like you're you're working at Jamba Juice. You can impress somebody. <laughs> you can impress somebody when they come over. It's like, yo, I got this. I can blend it. You want a smoothie? <laughs> you really? No, you want a smoothie. <laughs> like you really do. It's it's gonna come out just right. We're almost there, Sean. Uh, Cambros. These come in all locations, um, all different sizes. But uh, there's like, I think I put four of them, four of them here, right? So this is the one that's most typically used to store our sauces inside. Mm -hmm. um, these are like the bigger boxes to, to put like, if you have like carrots or corn like or whatever, potatoes, potatoes you would always in a clear container um, these are the standard small ones that would keep everything else that's in the in the walk-in uh, like red bell peppers whatever oranges that can be stored on here these would be typically used for like I don't know your herbs or whatever anything small but Sean how do you feel about Cambros and why is it so essential to our to our kitchen prep um well, they're they're super duper essential, and I love Cambros. Um, they're clear, so you can see through them. Um, once you can easily identify what they are, but if they're items that aren't going to be necessarily stored in the most secure of places, you mm -hmm. can see into them just to see if they've been tampered with, you know, um, or if anything is like breaking down. Uh, they're super duper durable. Um, they can, you know, so they can take a beating. They can take being washed over and over again, mm. and um, they stack very well. So, really you know, when you're thinking about your storage, you know, the, like the pieces just kind of like fit fit together like Legos. Mm -hmm. So that's super duper duper crucial. These come with lids, by the way. It's not pictured mm -hmm. here, but there's a lid that goes right on top of this, so you can put another one of this on top easily. That's why it's stored. So, Sean, if we're doing some math here, let's do, if we do like, I don't know, 20 of these. So right. 20 times 35. 700. 
that will kind of take care of that this is kind of like a niche thing the little small one so let's only get like i don't know maybe five of these let's get another 100 in there uh and then the big containers let's say for potatoes like the mirepoix with potato let's say like five of these we'll take okay. care take care of our restaurant and then for the small containers these are each three 339 each let's get let's get 50 of them in total in total so 50 times three would be 150 uh, i think yeah i think 50 is a good number to gotta get everything like the clear containers inside our walk-in almost there only a few more things uh sean depends uh what kind of restaurant we are but we can never seem enough to have enough sheet trays what mm -hmm. is the purpose of sheet trays in our restaurant sean uh well um besides cooking short sh okay so short-term storage um obviously cooking um for um like if you're breaking down your station you can throw some things on storage and again they fit right into that speed tray um and they stack stack well mm -hmm. so like that's that's pretty much what we use these for but it's it's at a discount again restaurant depot ladies and gentlemen eight dollars and 56 if i've taken account on the how big the restaurant is i think 30 sheet trays would work for this purpose for that for those three stations that we have in our restaurant and then plus enough for prep and for cooling and then we rotate i think 30 would give us a good flat number on there and then before you give us the total literally about six more tabs here um now we're going into some hotel pants um basically there's different sizes uh the most useful ones are perforated ones because you can cook with these you can mm -hmm. steam with them you can drop them um and then before we get into those little bits ones though sean let's say there's like six of these in a restaurant okay. six perforated ones there's three stations two uh you know what let's do 12 let's do 12 okay 12 will give me a pretty good decent size i, I say that for everybody that's listening um you can store your proteins on here and then you can dump ice on top of it while they're yep. on the drawer that's the main reason that's the main thing that we use this for pretty much or if you have a steamer you can put your food here to steam and get get cooked but for the purposes that Sean and I used it for, uh, all our proteins, our fish, and our meats will go in here. You would dump ice on top so they're extra cold. Um, and then you just kind of stick it back in a jar. And then my favorite, the, the, the six pans, the nine pans, the, six, uh, the, the third pans. Um, these are little, little, you know, little bit things that are four inch deep that goes on every station that holds prep items. How important and your is cell this? phone so you can have a speaker. <laughs> hey, I, I was gonna, I was gonna get there, but Sean, how important are these in a restaurant? Uh, again, super crucial. Um, obviously, um, you're gonna. It's the best way to to say this. So they're designed to um, fit next to each other, mm. and also to slot into some of the other like hotel sized pans. Right. Um, Again, durable. Um, they're not clear. Uh, they have some properties that make them 
better for holding certain food items than plastic mm. um you know they don't the some plastics are they're not going to be good for long-term storage and neither should you really be holding anything in these for too long anyway correct but yeah again super super crucial sean do you know why they're called six pans nine pans uh quarters you know yeah, because um, because that's how many of each you can fit into the hotel uh, pan size shape. This right here. So that's um, that's why it's called like that. I'm pretty sure people not necessarily know that a lot of actually some of my cooks in his restaurant they're like, why is it called a six pan? <laughs> so I took six of these. I was like, it's called a six like, pan because six of these fit in here. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's like yeah, bro, that's. That's the whole per uh, the purpose of it. Um, Sean, let's go with God. I don't know. Let's go twenty of. Let's go twenty of the knife pans. Okay. Right, there's three stations. Let's go twenty of the mm-hmm. nine pans. I'm okay with that. Let's go thirty of the six pans. Okay. Yeah, twenty thirty. And then let's do at least fifteen of these full deep ones because we also we cook in we can cook in these. You can shove big pieces of meat in them, season it, stick it in the oven, and then forget about it. Um, so I, I think fifteen will take care of this all together. Two more tabs before Sean reveals the final number. Um, we don't need the the small. I mean, we could, but that's okay. Not a big deal. Um, when I say two more, I'm actually forgetting uh, a couple of things. So let me let me look it up. Um, some plastic wrap that I completely sure. completely forgot to put in. So not this one, but the industry standard. But for the time being, let's put that and aluminum foil. And those will probably be the last two in our rest, like our full restaurant that we're kind of trying to build plastic wrap Sean how important is this crucial <laughs> yeah, like you're not getting anything done without having um, plastic wrap yeah. you know cause all of those stainless steel 6 and 9 pans that we just bought are gonna need these for you know uh, for your short and intermediate term storage everything has a wrap on it everything has a label on it uh, on top of the wrap that's how we identify it but we buy plastic wrap by the buckets. And I mean, mm-hmm. not bucket by the boxes. Right. Um, yeah, it comes in a like a a large cardboard box with like really thick, like perforated uh, teeth. I actually and have one. I here. tell you, these things are gold in a kitchen. Yeah. You cannot go home if you don't know where the plastic wrap. Like who is. has the plastic wrap? So you might. <laughs> Who want to hoard the plastic wrap? So I've, I've seen it happen. I've seen friends become enemies, and the enemies become <laughs> embroiled in a blood feud because uh, someone desperately needs the plastic wrap. Some of them put their names on her and be like, "Look, my name's on her. That's this is mine. mine. This right? Is they didn't buy it, but their name's on it." <laughs> this stays on my station. No, it does not. It, it, it belongs to everybody. But that's it how belongs important. to everybody. That's how important our plastic wraps are. And then, obviously, uh, aluminum foil to go on top of the plastic wrap. If you're trying to mm-hmm. um, steam something or trying to cook something in the oven, that's pretty standard procedure. But this is also a dime in a dozen uh, token, just like 
um, plastic wrap is but we use this quite essentially so Sean let's let's say I don't know there's 10 of each at three dollars uh, okay. 10 of the, the aluminum so foils and 10 of the plastic wrap at ten dollars what is our tally so far actually let me take a guess let me take a guess okay I, I lost track I, I think we're at twenty four thousand dollars all right so I had a bit of a malfunction midway through okay. so like I had to kind of like fudge a number hmm. but my number is uh twenty two five twenty two five so for yeah. without even having to do any of the janitorial right. ones none of the walk-ins um mm-hmm. none not the dishwasher that's like another thing altogether and china right. china is like 80 percent of the restaurant uh, yeah. that we haven't even gone to talk about i mean there was some things in there that like i felt like we, we kind of missed like we don't have any tongs <laughs> oh shit you're right hold on let me go back <laughs> we have any tongs i mean we don't have any spoons like there's there's some Hello? stuff that like I forgot like tongs. super duper yeah super crucial oh shit hold on let's go back let's let's go ahead um two pack of tongs for ten dollars okay but not this one this is this is a piece of crap one you want the full steel clicky right. one that everybody uses let's get i don't know let's get 12 of those sean at ten dollars all right so. let's do 120 um what else did we miss I, I mean, we need some sort of some sort of linen service because we're gonna be that's janitorial hot items. Yeah, janitorial. Okay. All so right, all right, all right. We'll mark it off on that one. Um, yeah, definitely. I forgot about tongs. Oh my god, how how else are we gonna cook everything that's hot? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of annoying. And I also forgot to actually put the flipper, the actual spatula. Yeah, but yeah, we're gonna need a few of those. Let's say let's say ten of those at five dollars, which the restaurant depot was. Uh, so add another fifty bucks to it. Grand total still roughly around twenty three thousand. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, that is why we're broke. That is why the kitchens during this COVID time we cannot float it because just equipment alone uh, on a small scale restaurant. This is this is I'm talking about. That's like bare. That's bare. That's like a twenty seater restaurant inside what one of like a corner store bodega that you're looking at. Uh, that's what they have in their kitchens pretty generalized um, and if they're not getting that income on a daily that they usually do uh, and they don't most of the times most restaurants don't have like a like a like a fund like most corporations have like corporate restaurants do um, they're gonna die in the water so that's like my big that's like my big thing uh, that I kind of want to share to people why um, it's one out of three restaurants actually right now in America will not be back after this whole COVID thing um, happens. And that's pretty sad. That's, uh, that's sad times for everybody. Um, sad times for mostly mom and pop shops. Um, so our heart goes out to them. Sean, how do you feel about that? And some final thoughts as we close? Yeah. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot that goes into, you know, bringing food to your table. Mm. You know, um, it might seem is when you're looking at the menu that the price is pretty inflated relative to what it might cost you to go to the supermarket and you know procure those same things and produce it yourself mm-hmm. and it's true it is true. it is i mean you know they you know restaurants they are they are businesses they're not 
charities, you know, they're trying to, you know, come up with processes and use the tools to produce good food um, efficiently, quickly, and, um, you know, and some of that cost is going to be passed along to you. Correctly. But the experience you get is great food in a short amount of time. You know, you can, you know, you can literally generally have it on your table within 20 minutes. Yep. That's what you're paying so, for. Yeah. You know, part of it is what, you know, what you're paying for is, you know, is the maintenance of these items, these, you know, this equipment mm-hmm. that's used to produce the food that you're going to eat. Yeah. And we didn't even cover like employees and stuff either. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, you're not talking your payroll. We're not talking about the food itself that has to be brought in, and you know all of the different ways that it needs to be maintained. And and again, even with some of the equipment that we were talking about, just you know in terms of purchasing it, this is not including any sort of warranty or maintenance program, or you know that's just required to keep these things up and running. Mm-hmm. Just, just that alone is so is so intense, man. Just, sure. just having to prep it and then, just like I said, my, my heart goes out for all the bomb and pop shops that want to be able to survive this COVID season. Um, but if you can help them out and you see somebody one of this one of your favorite stores that uh, they're doing a takeout special right now, please, by all means, give them give them a shout out, support them, show them some love because they definitely need their day at the they are a day-to-day business that's how they're going to stay afloat um but if it's like a corporation screw them <laughs> don't do that i'm kidding um also show them some love everybody everybody's kind of suffering now but hey ours go out to them uh from shauna like i mentioned you can check all our all our good things the chef salty pork on youtube you can hit up sean at metricard x on twitter any questions any comments you can send it by at chef salty at gmail.com sean one final word and let's let's give it uh let's give it back to to the people word of the day um, let's just say uh don't underestimate uh the quality of your mattress <laughs> i'm just so tired <laughs> Yo, do you that's have all that i'm thinking purple? about you have that purple mattress huh? <laughs> the you purple mattress. Yeah, you should about? get one, bro. You know, it's not like all that, all those infomercials and all those commercials and that uh, purple mattress. Oh, like the, oh, like the Serta Perfect. You like, dude? I am in the, I am in the market. I am in the market. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was Caitlin and I's first purchase together. Was a bed, and it was like a, mm-hmm. a plush repeated bag. Like we made sure this bed. Slept well. It's my favorite. It's my favorite time of day right now. <laughs> when I get to sleep in a beautiful bed, uh, takes care of your back. But definitely, you know, take care of your back, man. Or get a, get a good pillow. How about your pillow? How good's your pillow? Yeah, the pillow game is strong. You know, I mean, again, that can be rectified relatively easily. I mean, you can stumble into any big box retailer and find yourself a good pillow. But you know, um, mattress is something where like things were good. And then all of a sudden they weren't, <laughs> so it's time to time to time to get on that. So right. that's yeah, soon come. Okay, 
Um, I'll I'll give out Sean's little link down below so you can give him some money for his mattress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? You want to cash at me? <laughs> you want to cash at Sean? Um, I'm not. I'm not begging. We're, we're 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 Gucci over here, and we just got to get it done. That's all. Got you. I wasn't kidding. I was gonna start you off one round. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, but definitely take care of your back, like we do in our kitchens. We take care of our feet. Um, most seconds that I used to sleep, so definitely take care. It's of that. where you, you know, it's That's where you spend most right of your time, man. His <laughs> <laughs> back, his back is hurting. Y'all can tell right now. He's tired, dude. Now. Man, I'm sleeping on my side, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not happy. All right, that's no. all we got, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in again. We are live every week. You can check out all the other good stuff below. But other than that, mm-hmm. from Sean and myself, peace out, internet. <laughs>